Welcome back to Coates in Conversation. I'm your host, Kendrick Coates. Before we get started in today's episode, this is just a disclaimer. We did have technical difficulties during this episode, and so as you go through the episode, you will hear echoing. Generally, the echoing only lasts for about 30 to 45 seconds, and then it will um, it'll go away. So again, during this episode, just a disclaimer, there were some audio difficulties during this recording. But with that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. A lot of great content here. And again, be sure to like and subscribe to Coats and Conversation to be the first to hear or listen to the videos as soon as they come out. There's so many times where you hear the stories of people getting so close and then something happens so close. I was, you know, I was going on carnival, kidney stone, you know, going about to be a cruise director, COVID, you know, open our own business, you know, got fired from another bit, you know, so it's, it's literally, that's life that there, that it's the beauty of it. It's aesthetic. It's a weird paradox. You know, it's, you can't have one without the others. It's a duality. It's black. It's white. It's yin. It's yang. It's a part. You're doing a dance. And that's why I love dancing so much. Because you're going to have an up-tempo, you're going to have a down-tempo, you're going to be going different levels. Things are going to change over time. It's not about what happens to you, it's about how you choose to respond. Shout out to Gaia for that, I saw that. But (laughs) once again, it's not what happens to you, it's about how you choose to respond. Welcome back to another episode of Coats and Conversation, where we have discussion around lifestyle, mental health, and educational topics. I'm your host, Kendrick Coates. We have another great episode coming today, but before we get started, be sure to go out on YouTube, like and subscribe to Kendrick Coates, or you can look up Coats and Conversation to be the first person to view many of the clips and videos that I put out. You can also go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Coats and Conversation to be the first to listen to the episodes that we put out. Today's guest, we've got Grant Jones. Uh, he's also referred to as the entertainer. I mean, Grant, Grant has, has done, done everything, everything from, from being, being a comedian. comedian. He has also, also done, done things, things such as being a game, game show host. host. He's, he's an, an MC. He's, he's a, a DJ. DJ. Grant, Grant Jones, Jones does it all. all. And, and first and foremost, his energy, energy is unmatched. Is unmatched. I, remember I remember meeting Grant, Grant years ago, and I was just like, man, this dude is, is he, he's it. He's a whole vibe. So, so please, please welcome, welcome Grant, Grant Jones. Jones. What's up, what's up? Can you hear me? Am I on here? Am I on here? Can you hear me, Kendrick? What's up, man? <laughs> Hey, hey, not, not too, too much, much, man. Good, Good to have, have you. How are you, you doing, doing today? today? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on your show. Yes, yes, sir. Always. always. And it's been, been, I mean, you've been, been on, on here before, before but, but we, we just have a different, different format, format today where, where, you know, you know we're individually uh, interviewing you. And I think it's important to have different perspectives of how people are maintaining their mental health as, you know, you are an MC entertainer, you do it all. And so you're in a different field than I am. But I think the thing is, is mental health is mental health regardless if you're an entertainer, regardless if you're an athlete. So I think this conversation that we're going to have today, uh, many people can pull bits and pieces from this episode and utilize them in their own uh, daily lives. But before we get started, man, how things been? It's been a while. It's been a while. 
Things are good, man. It's one of those things like I, we talk in the podcast, you got to manifest that stuff, right? So uh, for me, it's just a lot of patience. Being a DJ, particularly with just weddings and gigs in general, uh, we're in our off season right now. So January, February, March is a little bit slow. Uh, but at the end of March, that's when everything starts picking up. He'll start jumping that broom a little bit. But uh, it's uh, it's fun, man. But I, I'm really appreciative of the reflection I've got this year, right? Um, being 100% in on Grant Jones Entertainment. Uh, you can follow me at grantjonesentertainment.com and follow me on Instagram at uh, GJ Entertainer. But just doing it 100%, man, uh, really gave me some time to self-reflect and really see where I wanted to be in life. So um, that usually we're always busy, busy, busy on the go. And we don't get that self-reflection that we need. So uh, very grateful for the position I'm in right now. Man, and I... Going, going back, back before, before we actually jump, jump into, into the, the conversation, conversation I, just I just keep, keep on, on going, going back, back to the time that we were in the coffee house and this was like four or five years ago, man. And we, I think we were both in a position where we were just trying to figure out things, figuring out which direction we were going to go in life. But I remember the story that you told me when you were working in the grocery store and it was just like, it wasn't fulfilling or giving you what you were looking for in life and to see your growth from, I think that was 2019 until now, it's like we both have grown together and we both have seen each other, you know, have each of our own successes to where it's like iron sharpened, sharpens iron. And the important thing is people have to understand that the people that you are around will either motivate you or put you down. And I think for you and I, Grant, we've been, you know, two people that have been able to sharpen each other's irons and, and also motivating each other to continue on this path of, of greatness that we're on. Um, so with that being said, I'm curious to know, and some folks you know, may not know all of your story, but what inspired you to pursue a career in entertainment and how did you get your start as an MC, as a DJ, stand-up comedian, all of those things? Yeah, man. Um, so it, the way we talk about it, man, just talking to mentors and even people that know me from like a young age, like it's been said, they're like, either you're born with it or you're not. So some people just got it. Some people don't. Um, not trying to toot my horn, but you just know sometimes like Michael Jordan, I'm sure he knew that he was supposed to be an athlete. Uh, Picasso knew he was supposed to do or you have to go through certain things to get to that level. Right. Um, for me, I've always been dancing when I was a kid. I grew up in church. Uh, praise thee, the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, always been a little comedian. Uh, PK, so I'm always running around doing stuff I'm not supposed to. But uh, you could just tell. Um, dancing, picked it up naturally. Singing, um, you know, dancing, all those things where you get to be yourself and express yourself at a young age. Um, and I just it just grew into something where I started to get into competitions in high school, talent shows. And then it started growing, started doing more comedy uh, later on at the end of my high school career. Um, and now it's like where I get to college, now I'm finding my voice. And so during all this time, Kendrick, it's like, we got to pay the bill somehow, right? So that's where the grocery store being a uh, supervisor. And you have to work that balance of, okay, I want to, I'm not where I want to be right now, but I got to make sure that I'm doing everything I need to do to make sure I'm alive. I got, you know, the Maslow hierarchy of needs, you got to get the security first. Um, so I was hustling a lot. I think one day, um, uh, my friend, she wanted me to move to LA with them. So that's where the whole story begins where I'm like, okay, I'm doing comedy at the time. I'm, I'm working at a grocery store. I'm emceeing like three different, like local, like sports things. And 
it got to the point where I was just like, okay, I, I'm seeing the tipping of the scale. I'm spending more time doing what I love to do versus working at that grocery store. And so now it's just like, okay, I think I'm ready to dive all in and just go for it. Um, so once again, I think patience is the key to this story right here. Um, I rushed and, uh, I needed a subleaser so I could move to LA and take all my savings and do that, uh, you know, cliche dream of I'm going to make it in LA. Um, long story short, my roommate that I did not do a background check on, uh, he was bipolar and he, uh, was alcoholic and that's a bad combination right there. One, two punch right there. Um, long story short. I get home from work one day, um, and then uh, the whole place is just trash, bro. Whole place is trash. Um, I didn't have them on the lease. I was kind of just doing a little, you know, you don't tell, I don't tell, you just pay me, you stay here, right? And all that fell back on me, so the money I initially had saved up for LA had to go towards there. So that put me kind of rock bottom. I had moved back in with the rents, uh, with the parents, you know, I had to abide by their rules. So I'm, I'm growing, I'm out of college, I'm like, oh, this ain't gonna work. So, um, but... The biggest uh, quote I would like to say is um, a setback is just a uh, way for you to get back to a comeback, right? Um, so at that point, living with my parents, I was like, okay, I love y'all, but this ain't going to work. I needed to find somewhere to express who I was. I needed a way to save money. And I remember my friend was like, Grant, have you ever thought about doing cruise line? And I'm like, no, nah. you know, I kind of brushed it off. I wasn't really worried about that. Um, around that time I was doing auditions with the Boston Celtics. I was trying to be an MC on land. Um, but at that time it just wasn't meant to be. And you know, that happened a year later. So it got to a point where I'm like, okay, let's just see what all this is about. And I was on YouTube videos and just doing my research. They're like, you actually save money because you, uh, don't have to pay for rent. Uh, when you are on carnival, everything's paid for. All you got to do is just show up and show out. So, uh, it's one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm all in, let's go. So uh, I apply for it. I immediately get the job. Um, but then once again, patience, everything happens for a reason. Um, I start getting a little sick and, uh, you know, it's not, I start gaining a little weight and the story goes, um, I, my kidney start hurting, right? And then uh, one day it got to the point, I think it was like 4th of July, uh, we like red, white, and blue, but I wasn't liking the red because um, I was <laughs> trying to keep it a lot, not graphic or anything, but let's just say something came out that was red that shouldn't have came out. Um, and then I had to go to the ER, and then it turns out that I had kidney stone. And uh, that pushed back everything, bro. So once again, uh, roommate just the year before, your roommate destroyed my apartment. Uh, the next year, got an offer from Carnival, but then now I got a kidney stone. So everything supposed to go in March, got pushed back. Uh, but the reason I'm telling this is everything happens for a reason. Um, when I got the kidney stone, I had to think positive, right? I'm like, okay, this is obviously happening for a reason. Uh, timing is everything. I get uh, When I finally get on the ship in July, it gets to a point where they're like, oh, you came at the perfect time. The biggest cruise director in history, Matt Mitchum, is going to be on the ship that you're on right now. And so I'm like, oh, bet like that, that, but that wouldn't have happened had I gone to March. I would have been on a different trajectory of all sorts of different things. So, and um, once again, I think that's just God looking out for me, right? Imagine me getting a kidney stone, like literally uh, <laughs> on Carnival Cruise Line. You know, I'm, I'm all the way away from home. Um, I'm not close to family. Then I would have to go like to Mexico, doctors in Mexico. I don't know what they doing. <laughs> but it's just, a, it, it's just a reminder that 
sometimes God just wants you to wait because he has something greater for you. Um, I actually won Employee of the Month on that ship too, um, where I got noticed by a lot of cruise directors and a lot of big wigs at Carnival. And they started introducing me to new people. And then I got invited to be on another ship. And then uh, it was just like, wow, like all this opportunity just because I got a kidney stone in March pushed me to mm-hmm. something greater. So um, I always just tell that story in terms of like, if something looks wrong in your life, just deal with that feeling in that moment. You can be angry, right? You can be mad. You can be upset. But understand, you got to understand the bigger picture. This is just a test. Something great is going to come out of this. So I always tell that story just to say, people, just don't don't throw in the towel when it doesn't work out. Just keep on going. The, the power in the patience, the patience that you've had. had. I, mean, I mean, especially, especially I, mean, I mean, the roommate. roommate and then, then you, you go, go from the roommate to almost getting on the carnival cruise but then the kidney stone and then actually getting on the carnival cruise and so there's been like you said so many setbacks to set up your comeback and while you were in that process was there ever a time that you were just like eh, i don't i don't know if this is for me and that's the thing about being an entertainer man um you just can't quit the the, the only time you lose as an entertainer or anything in life is when you quit so, you know, being a comedian, it takes years to get to that platform. You, you know how many times you got to get booed off stage? Um, you know, just be famous. You, ha- you hear the stories of Kanye West, right? Where like he was under Jay-Z, Jay-Z's shadow for so long, right? And then he was a producer. And it took him so long to get there. Michael Jordan, he got cut from his high school basketball team. So Oprah Winfrey, you know, the <laughs> Oprah, Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. you know, she, she got fired from her job in Chicago. Walt Disney, you know, all these people had to go through some type of adversity. And what makes them who they are today or who they were, rest in peace, is that uh, persistence, right? That consistency, that discipline to say, okay, I'm not where I want to be, but I have this vision and this vision overrides any doubt in my mind. I might not have it today. You have to deal with the present moment, but you strive for the future. So um, it's not for everyone. Some people aren't meant to be an entertainer. Some people aren't meant to be great. Some people are just meant to be average and that's okay. Um, There shouldn't be a pressure to want to be greatness if that's not what's in your cards. If you just want to be, and there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mom. There's nothing wrong with just being a doctor, anything. You just do what makes you happy. But for me, I know I wanted an outstanding life and I got to do outstanding things. And, you know, I got to go through some trials and errors and tribulations to get to that level. So um, every time you get to the next level, it's going to require a new you. You can't be the same. So you have to get used to change. 100%. And every every level level requires a new you. And I think that a lot of people fail to recognize that. I think in maybe a few episodes maybe a few weeks ago that we had, we were talking about how when you level up, the same you that you were before is not going to cut it when you make that next step, you know, as far as that that next jump. And I also think that the whole thing of being patient is something that a lot of us struggle with maintaining because we live in a society where everything is microwaved, everything has to happen yesterday. And when it doesn't happen as quickly as we want it to happen, then we're just like, okay, we're going to give up. And I always, there was a quote that I was looking at and it says, water the lawn where you're at. Meaning try not to jump over to the other lawn or jump over where the grass is greener before you've watered or tried to 
cultivate some type of greatness where you're at because if you make that jump too soon, you may be putting yourself in a position where you're not ready for that next opportunity. And it sounds like through your process, you've stayed ready instead of having to get ready for your opportunity. And so my, my other question that I have as far as that, did you feel that when you got on Carnival, Cru- Carnival Cruise, it was just go mode? You didn't have to prepare because you've had all these setbacks to prepare you for anything that was thrown your way? Absolutely, bro. Um, I was just talking to my sister about this the other day. So I come from like a small town, like uh, Bloomington Normal. Shout out to Blono, right? Uh, so I love the city, right? But it's just on a s- smaller scale. Uh, it's not Chicago. It's not a Peoria. It's not like LA. Um, but it is what it is. It's a medium-sized town. So when I'm doing these events, you know, I'm doing women's basketball at ISU, my college for the basketball team. And it's one of those things where I'm like, are y'all ready to rock? And then they're like, yeah, you know, it's just like, I'm like, okay. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I got to draw out some energy from this low energy crowd. Maybe there's about 200 people in a 10,000 uh, arena, you know what I mean? So I got to do my best, but that's practice, right? Um, you can't be ready for a thousand people if you haven't performed in front of 50. Uh, so the, by the time I got to Carnival, man, these people pay money to be here you know what i mean they they want to have a good time so when i ask them are y'all ready to rock the show it it's the applause i've always wanted in my life man like i don't even have to like say oh i couldn't hear you i'm like no i definitely hear them you know so it was that was my time and that i was just in my element at that time man where it's just like everything i was going through prepared me for that moment in terms of djing too right there's people at weddings where they don't dance carnival it's a party ship People want to dance. People want to learn. And it's funny. The interesting part is I actually learned how to DJ. So right as I, for MCing wise, I was ready for everything that was preparing me. Um, But I wasn't the best DJ back then, right? And so talk about levels. To get to the next level, you have to become a new you. So I'm in the nightclub bombing, right? I'm bombing and DJing and everything. People are getting off and on the dance floor. I can't get anyone to stay. So right there i had to learn something i had to learn a new skill set from carnival and then that's where i think that's why i want employee of the month because i was like okay i can't be an entertainer i'm prideful i want to be the best version of me and i can't have people booing me i can't have people like not on the dance floor not having a good time and all these big wigs are all the eyes are on me so i took it upon myself kendrick to say okay if i'm gonna make it out here alive i have to find someone that's already done it before me so I was doing maybe from 11 to 12, I was just an opening DJ. Um, and then the pro DJ would come from 12 and he would play until 2 o'clock a.m. I would stay, Kendrick, every single night and ask him questions and be like, hey, what do you do when this isn't working? How do you mix right here? And, you know, I did that for about four months straight, just trying to learn and hone my craft. And it got to the point where, uh, you know, some people would be like, man, you're better than the pro DJ. I'm like, nah, don't don't be saying that now. You're going to get me in trouble. I, I likes my job. Don't, don't be saying that now. <laughs> but uh, it, it was one of those things where it's like, wow, people are seeing the hard work that I'm putting in. There. And then people are like, are you going to come to the crew bar where you can like have games, have fun with other people that work on the ship? I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm in the nightclub, bro. I'm working at my craft. I'm trying to get better. And then I think, honestly, that's why I want employee of the month because people, there's always someone watching, even if you don't think your hard work is getting um, noticed there's always people watching um so and then i see people i think people saw that i was improving on the ship as well too you can see it in my confidence you can see the way i was walking so it's one of those things where you're never done 
Yeah, success is never going to just get in your lap and be like, ah, I love you so much. Like, you got to give it up and you got to go back and do it all over again. I'm sure Will Smith, I'm sure Denzel, the, all the actors can attest once they get to that high mountain and they get that, they want, they have to start all the way back over. And it's hard each time. So um, very humbling experience for me to get the audience I wanted as an MC, but then I had to work to become a better uh, DJ as well. And I, I can, I can, I can with that because I remember when I had my uh, small sports performance business and I got out of it, I was humbled because I thought that was going to be the thing. That was the thing that was going to get me to the success that I was looking for. But I was humbled because I eventually had to take two steps backwards, you know, now coming back to grad school and I'm like, man, I was making all this money. I'm making very little money now, but I know that my two steps backwards are going to propel me eight steps forward. And so similar to you, Grant, you know, having these roadblocks and having people say no to you or having a situation where you were humbled, but you were willing to put in that time and effort to learn from some of the best DJs that were there to hone in on your craft because you knew six months from whenever that time was, it was go time. And now some of the conversations that I've had with you, you're like, man, busy. Like I'm getting calls here. I'm getting calls there in all of your work. And this is something I've always been interested. Have you ever accidentally made a joke that was unintentionally offensive? <laughs> How did you handle the situation? Oh, man. Like, okay. Here's the thing, man. Comedy is very subjective. So, you know, I'm a class clown. I've always got in trouble in school for saying something, right? Um, it's, it is what it is. And the older I get, um, the more I try to listen more and un and read the room, right? Um, <laughs> there was a, obviously, so the, to, to continue the story of Carnival, um, I'm, I'm making it big. I'm doing everything right. I'm on my second ship now, the one I got invited to. Um, and it's, it's around the pandemic time. So we're all cracking jokes and stuff. And, uh, you know, I got another black DJ. He's like, oh, you do Bill Cosby impressions? I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's like, okay, go ahead, get on the mic. I was like, no, we shouldn't do it. Let's do it. And then so I was just doing my little build, everything. And so uh, the DJ got on the mic. He's like, don't worry. There's no coronavirus in your guys' drinks. Now, you got to you gotta understand, this is like March, maybe late February, where everyone's like, oh, it's just, it's just another flu or it's just, you know, it's just like another uh it's gonna end right and so we had no idea what we were joking about so looking back at that in hindsight uh we here on the intercom all entertainers please report to the deck four right and we all had a meeting about do not make any more jokes about coronavirus or anything and i'm just like oh my god what do we do so and obviously um i believe in my college years we had a, a isu got talent and i got like uh, I got third the first year, and then the second year I came in second. So just learning different stuff. The very first year I was very raw. Um, I was talking about how black people, we don't need tans. We were tanning in the womb in Africa. And so I remember uh, people were just cracking up. This girl comes up to me. I went to high school. She's like, Grant, you're funny, but I think... I think you're smart enough to like, you know, be more sensitive of other people. There were Africans in the crowd and I'm just like, well, I mean, they were laughing too, <laughs> you know, but she was just like, you, you, it's like, you can find a way to be funny and be respected. And I'm like, bro, you're always going to have somebody that had a problem with your joke. So, um, that's why you don't live for other people's validation. You just kind of do what you do, but read the room too. So 
But yeah, there's lots of times, lots of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree with, with you. There's, I think when we are on our journey to wanting to be successful or on our journey to greatness, people are either going to like us or they're not going to like us. People are going to like the work that we do or they're not going to like the work we do. Ultimately, the validation that we gain should be the validation we get from ourselves because we are the ones that have those long nights of working hard to hone in on our craft. We are the ones that go through the roadblocks of getting denied or even somebody saying no to us to something that we want to do. We are the ones that literally sit with our own thoughts of, are we good enough to be successful when we've gotten so many no's? All of that, we have to be able to create our own validation of trusting where we are going in life. And your story is so awesome, Grant, because there have been plenty of no's and people have like, no, not now. Or you've had some type of health thing that pops up out of nowhere and you're just like, what the heck? What is what is the universe trying to tell me right now? And so as we have these conversations, people have to realize that sometimes we give up before we actually get our next yes. It's kind of when people run, if you're into running, I think there's a quote that says, sometimes people quit before they catch their second wind. And that's so real when it comes to running, because if you are a runner out there, you know that first two or three minutes, you're like, dang, I really don't want to go anymore. But if you just go another minute or two, you catch that second wind and you're kind of in your groove. And so as we switch gears and we start getting into mental health, uh, we know that you have had a fantastic journey to where you are now in a world or society that sometimes discourages people from going for it. What is the one thing that keeps you laser focused so you don't get distracted by the naysayers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's one of those things where I read a lot of books, right? And constantly, over and over, everyone's saying, if you want to be successful, you have to know your why. You have to know why you're doing it. Um, honestly, I think the what keeps me going, even if I have haters, I mean, haters are just, it's, it's an indicator to know that you're doing something right. If you were doing something wrong, I mean, obviously, people are still going to tell you what to do and make you better. But um, people don't critique uh, mediocrity, right? There's no reason to. Why would you? It's just, oh, he's just average. He's doing what he's supposed to do. It's when you break that barrier and you're trying to be something greater than what you are um, and you're striving to be your best version of yourself. So for me, my why is I want what Grant Jones Entertainment stands for is I want to be a vessel. I want to be a beacon of light. I want to be the, the and now I'm sounding like Will Smith a little bit. You can see who I emulate, but I want to be able to give you guys permission to be yourself when you're rocking with me, whether I'm DJing, whether I'm hosting. Um, I want to be that best version of myself to say, hey, you don't have to hide. If you like eating crackers and cheese in the movie theater, go ahead and do that. You know, if you like, you know, wearing mismatched socks, be yourself. That Honestly, we live in a society where everyone's just trying to fit in. And that's where I want to allow people to be like, the reason why you are made the way you are is so you could stand out. Nobody can ever be you. And so for me, I'm always a party starter at these parties or the weddings and stuff like that. I've always been the one to be the first on the dance floor. Now I'm just using my gifts to say, hey, 
this is what I'm doing, but I want you to come and join the party and celebrate life with me. I want you to be yourself. So anytime I can find ways to better myself to make sure other people know, like I can do it, you can do it. Look at all the shit, excuse my language, but look at all the stuff I've been through and I'm still, you know, going upward. I might have some downward spirals. I might have some tribulations that I go through. It's just life. Um, I, I heard an analogy the other day. They were just saying, man, I just wish I could just be balanced, right? I just wish everything would just be straight line. And if you think about that, a heartbeat, it goes up and down, up and down. If you ever got balanced like that, that's flatline. You dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And I love life so much. I'm so passionate about life where you don't know what good is until you experience bad. Or you wouldn't appreciate it as much. If you weren't broke and you were just rich, you might feel entitled and you might not want to work hard. So I think understanding your why and when you're focused. If I see how another family is seen uh, live, living, right? And I, I don't want to live like that. Okay, now I have motivation to say, okay, I can't do what he's doing. I got to do what's right for me. And so anytime I can be motivating or kind of just be that example for people to lean on and be like, wow, Grant, you really doing it out here. Uh, I'm inspired by that. I want to inspire people and make sure they're being the best version at the end of the day. So, I think, I think Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle, Hussle has, has a quote, quote uh, inspire, inspire the uninspired. Whereas I can't remember what exactly it came from, but there is this level of fulfillment that we get as people who want to give, as people who want to see other people thrive, to see other people healed and happy and excited for life. And I think that's the beautiful thing about the career that you're in is you have a direct impact on how people's experiences are with you, whether that be a wedding, game show, DJing. You are the life of the party, but you are also the energy, the high vibrational frequency of energy in the room. And so when people leave the experience with Grant Jones, the entertainer, they're like, wow, I need to, I need to be around that guy again. And it's similar to what I know you've met people, I've met people, and it's rare to where we meet people and you're just like, I don't know what it was about that person, but they matched me where I was as far as like the vibrational frequency. When you're And you continue to think about this person, you're like, man, that person was so dope. That person was cool. They had this energy, but they allowed you to come into this space that was inviting and welcoming. And I think that's what you do so well. When you are DJing, hosting, you open up spaces for people to be people. And the other point that you made I think is important is the whole point of fitting in. And I literally was just having a conversation this morning. I gave a mental health presentation at a church this morning. And in my, in my presentation, I said, I no longer try to fit in because that's not authentic to me. Either people like you or you don't. But I know for myself, in the spaces that I'm in with each individual or group that I see, I try to create space that is authentic, welcoming, and loving. And at the end of the day, if people don't like that, that's on them. That can't be something that's on us. And so as you are continually in these spaces, how do you balance the pressure of your job with taking care of your mental health and what self care practices do you prioritize yes awesome question man um and that's where i believe in life no one ever has all the answers no one ever has it figured out we're always trying new things um for me 
I know that, especially with this year, uh, being full-time with my business, I used to work for other businesses, but now I get to focus on myself. Um, I really make it an effort to, in the off-seasons, really just focus on me. Um, I'm a very ex extroverted person, but um, I do like my time alone. And so as I know that the opportunities aren't there for me, that's when I read more. That's when I uh, study greatness, see people who have done it before me. I'm constantly a student of life, and I want to uh, get better with my craft. I want to master my elements. Um, and with that being said, there's a certain, and that's why I love therapy so much. Right now, what I'm learning is there's a Grant Jones, the entertainer, and then there's the real Grant Jones, right? And for so many entertainers out there, I feel like we have this face, we have this mask that we have to put on where we're smiling all the time. How you doing? Good, good. Oh man, I really don't want to be here right now. But it's it's a it's a level up, right? So when Mario, uh, I love the analogy, uh, Mario. If you guys watch the Mario movie coming out, watch it. Coming out April seventh. Um, one of the things is Mario can't fight certain people. Unless he levels up, right? He has to embrace becoming something else or a different, uh, there's a facet that he has to go within his lifestyle, right? So if he wants to, you know, level up, he might have to eat a flower and now he can throw fireballs, right? Um, for me, if I want to be the ultimate entertainer, I have to step it up. And that takes a lot of energy. Um, so just being mindful of the energy that you put out in the world. And that's, once again, why I like to stay to myself. I'm recharging my battery. I'm making sure that I'm not getting burned out. Um, I've been in that situation where I had a wedding every single weekend and I had to drive to Illinois, drive back. And the next weekend I had to drive back to Illinois. It, it, it gets overwhelming. So understanding the timing of every season, there's a time to rest there's a time to plan, there's a time to execute, and then there's a time to uh, reflect, right? And so you have to be mindful of that. Self-awareness is so key. Um, and meditation, obviously, affirmations, understanding yourself. Once again, self-knowledge for me is the most important part. If you can understand why you did something, then you have the power to either stop or continue to do something, uh, depending on your situation. Those meditations... And this are real. real. And if, if you haven't gone out to watch our previous episode on how to manifest anything you want in 2023, Grant dives in a little bit more on how to manifest and what manifestation means. And I think when we think about those things, our self-talk and the ideas that we think have so much power that sometimes we forget that it's something as simple as saying, oh, I'm stupid when you mess up on something that has power to it. And so again, there's this element of reframing what we are saying. Although we may have made a mistake, we can say, oh, I made a mistake, but I'm learning. So it's reframing those things. Um, the, the one thing that I wanted to ask as well, Grant, is you touched on therapy. And as we're on this mental health topic, what has therapy shown you in 2023? Because I know you had started going a, a few months ago and you were talking about how excited you were. So I'm curious to know, we're three months into 2023. What have you learned so far from going to therapy? Yeah, for sure. And um, I appreciate you, Kendrick, always being a kind of beacon of life, telling us about better health and everything. So 
thank you so much for reaching out because I, I feel like it's one of the things in the black community it's not where it needs to be and um if you i think everyone if you live in america everyone needs therapy so uh but to talk about that what 2023 has taught me in terms of therapy is um therapy is not there to fix you right and i think that's where people feel like they want to get fixed it's not your therapist isn't there to fix you they're there to give you the tools so you can start rediscovering who you are um i love the analogy i forgot who said it um it could have been jordan peterson or someone but they were saying how if everyone was like their phone right and there's so many apps on their phone initial apps over the time we get conditioned and get so many apps on our phone we lose a sense of ourself and so with therapy we go through either traumatic experiences heartbreak uh maybe a death in a family and that builds and if we don't talk about it or if we don't deal with that situation or feel the uh, feelings in that moment it gets suppressed in our like subconscious mind so one of the things that we're learning through therapy is the therapist is there to give you the tools to help you unpeel that onion unpeel that layer and get to know yourself so i think the reason why i'm so excited about therapy is i want to get to know myself even more and i think at first when she i said it one day i thought like, i love therapy she's like you really I was like, you might rethink that the other day and there are some stuff now where i'm just like oh i get what she's saying now because now you got to answer those real questions because at the end of the day you have to look yourself in the mirror and you have to see if you love yourself if you like the person that you are and if you do that's great you can still do stuff to work on yourself and build up your self-esteem and become that greatest version but if you're not healthy or not healthy or if you're not happy um there's work to be done and so i think a lot of times people see the person that they are once you do unpeel that layer and it's a completely different person than you thought you were you have a different vision um your actions aren't aligning with your thoughts and now it's just like okay i'm an entertainer but i really don't enjoy entertaining you know you 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 get to unlearn everything that you've been taught over life um i am very certain that you know god lives within us right or whoever you believe in whether it's allah whether it's the universe um there is this force inside you where we want so much validation externally but we do not look internally for all the answers and that's where as cliche as it sounds you know all the answers who knows you better than you right so when you get the time and you take the time and you invest in the time i think of therapy as an investment you get to invest and learn more about yourself and the more you learn about yourself the better you can use yourself before somebody else uses you so um that's the way i go into that mindset of like okay i'm excited to learn it might it's not going to be easy it's not going to be easy at all but like it, the fact that i believe Dwayne the rock johnson was just saying there's a quote and he was saying how there's one day and then there's day one i'll say it again there's one day and then there's day one so you don't want to be the person that says one day i'll do it just you have to literally own up and just say okay let's just do this it's day one but it's going to be better and then day two is going to be a little bit better than day three and then once once you know it's 365 and we another we a new person we're the person that we always knew we could be so they're, they're going to therapy and i, I want to take a moment to, to unpack this and i think a lot of us men think that going to therapy is taboo 
and talking about the different things that we all experience as taboo and we sometimes feel like we are weak or unworthy or whatever the case may be if we go to therapy. I'm telling you right now, in my seven-year journey of going to therapy, it has completely changed the trajectory of my life, and I've been able to show up for my friends in my romantic relationships and just all of my relationships from a more healthy and stable standpoint than I was before. And I think you and I, Grant, we have, I think I may have talked to you about my experience going to therapy in the past. And what I've seen, I've had now, I believe, two friends in the past few years where I've brought up my experience going to therapy. And then I get these phone calls, hey, Kendrick, I went to therapy for the first time. And I think when you told me, Grant, I was like, yo, I got to hear about this. I want to know what your experience was because I want that for other people. Even in the mental health presentation I was given this morning at the church that I was at, that's one of the things that I hit on is that this is an investment. What investment are you going to make to leave a legacy, especially if you have people around you that love you or if you have kids? What legacy are you leaving? And we owe it to ourselves to be mentally healthy. I want to say that one more time. We owe it to ourselves to be mentally healthy. Every single facet and area of our life can greatly improve or vastly improve just by going to therapy. And some people will say, well, it's too much money. I get it. But there are therapists that work on a sliding scale, meaning that they can adjust the pricing based on your income level. So there are different ways that we can invest in therapy, it's whether or not we want to make that jump. And I was so proud of you, Grant, when you told me that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to go. And I was like, dude, it's going to be exciting, but there are going to be some rough patches where things that you didn't know about yourself are then exposed and you have to learn how to sit with those feelings and process those feelings. And I think that's the cool thing about therapy is it allows you to process feelings, whereas before you may have just suppressed it with, I know some people use substances and it's unhealthy because you don't get to learn and know who you are as a person. And so we try to fit ourselves in these different circles. So I'm proud of you for, for making that investment grant because as you go through 2023, I'm interested to see how your business takes off because you're now healed and can show up in spaces better than you were in 2022. Um, and going over to my next question that I have for you, how do you think the entertainment industry can better support its performers and creators from a mental health needs standpoint? Because we've had entertainers in the past, such as Chris Farley, Robin Williams, that unfortunately they're no longer with us. And so how do you see how do you think the entertainment industry could be more open to entertainers seeking mental help? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's entertainment, the art, just art form in general is so subjective, right? Um, it's just so much pressure because I think we were talking, I was talking to one of my actor friends. Technically, the entertainment industry is probably one of the only um, jobs or careers where they can get away with discrimination. And what I mean by that is 
if you're an actor, they can say, oh, for this role, you need to be a little bit taller. This role, you might need to be a little bit more fitter. This role, you might be a little bit darker. So that's where they get away. And we're all trying, once again, back to the point to make it full circle, we're all trying to fit that model. We're trying to be a different vessel than we were originally made to be. Um, that's where I think a lot of it is the creativity. Instead of trying to fit the model, I would encourage more entertainers to create their own platforms, right? And express who you are, make your own films um, and then make your own songs. And like, obviously with artist artistry, it can go a long way. But I think that is really where we start tapping into who we love ourselves fully. Um, obviously acting, it's amazing for you to be able to become something, right? And you, you, you become uh, Denzel Washington, you become Malcolm X. Um, but you have a story as well, too. And that's where I'm getting to where the more you get to tell your story, the more people get to know about you. And I believe that some people can't tell the story because they don't know themselves. Um, so I feel like that's where we really need to do a better job of listening. And that's where we need more groups to support with Robin Williams comedian. Some of the funniest people are the most hurt or the most damaged because they know exactly what it feels like to be neglected or feel alone, right? And they don't want anyone else to feel like that. So they relate to you in a certain way that you can re resonate with and laugh off of. And that's what I was talking to my therapist about where she was like, see, you might think that you're getting away with people and you don't care about what people say, but secretly you're hiding through the comedy because you are still seeking validation through the laughing. And so they're like, you're saying, okay, I can tell my story, but if they laugh, it makes it feel like it's okay and I don't need therapy. But in actuality, it's just your ego twisting it and saying, you still need more validations. And I always tell my friends, I want to get into comedy or just any art form. Um, the more applause you get, the more, you know, satisfaction, the more you're going to want more of that, right? And it's going to get to a point where you're, you're not going to be able to sustain your life because you're looking externally. Once again, you have to look internally. So um, some things that I would say is one, uh, make sure that you are creating and you're putting something out in the world. So start inward with yourself and push out. That way your voice is getting heard. You're standing up for your beliefs. Um, you're getting your mind. You're speaking your truth. That way, if you have to do what someone else's truth, you can at least say, okay, at least I told my side of the story. Now I can figure out what there. And a lot of times, a lot of people's truths can come together. We all have a lot more in common than we are different. So um, I think that will be key moving forward. And once again, I'm, I'm, I'm just one person. This is the way I think. But um, self-expression, um, self I think, is the key to uh, limit that. And obviously with therapy, I believe that uh, we should push it more. And the more you're aware of therapy, the more people are going to do it. And you got to be careful of what you intake as well, too. So it's interesting, interesting that, that you said. That I believe the the word that you used was self expression, and there was Doctor Gabor Mate, I believe is is the name. He talks about what suppressing our feelings and emotions does for the human body, and sometimes it manifests as chronic illness. And so being able to speak your truth, speak what you're feeling, being able to showcase your art, artistry or art, artistic ability is such a healthy outlet. But if 
like you said, Grant, if we're trying to fit different molds, sometimes that gets us so far away from who we are as people that we just can't even, sometimes we get so far of, or detach away from who we are as people. Um, so the, as we wrap up today, it's been a powerful conversation. What advice would you give somebody interested in pursuing a career in the entertainment industry or DJing, emceeing, uh, while also prioritizing their mental health? Yeah. Um, I mean, I believe all of us, we always talk about on the podcast and just self-awareness is the number one key. I would, uh, you know, just preach to everyone. You have to know yourself. And obviously I'm not trying to come off condescending, but there's times where I just know I was meant to do something. And with life, it just changes sometimes. Sometimes you might start off as an artist and then you end up being a cook, you know, and it, it translates all the life lessons that you're learning from me just working at a grocery store. There were times where I had to step up in leadership and lead people. And, you know, we had to make a certain quota. And then when we got to the promised land, we all got rewarded, you know. So there's stuff that I can take from life and apply it to what I really want to do. Um, and that's why I want to really bring home, Kendrick, is the, the, the fact of patience. When you are patient, you have to understand that it's not all going to come at once. And everything that you're going through life can be used to your advantage. Um, applied knowledge. I always tell you guys, my favorite quote of all time is Confucius. He says, knowledge without practice is pointless and practice without knowledge is dangerous. So being able to apply what you have learned into your life is very um it's very important because if you don't do it, you're just going to be a bookworm. You don't know what to do. Um, so once again, self-awareness for anyone that wants to get into entertainment, know what you're good at. Um, usually it goes back to when you were a child. What did you love to do when you were a child? Uh, when you, we would, what would you do for free for the rest of your life if you had to do one thing? Because when you're a kid, you're not thinking about making money like that. Some, some kids are, but um, you're thinking about just living in the present moment. Like if you're having fun, you know, I was always laughing as a kid, having fun. I was always, I always knew I wanted to make people laugh. I always knew I wanted to express myself, dance. So think about times when you were a child and how you can apply that now in your life as an adult to date. And that will be probably the, the catalyst of what you're going to do with your life. Um, and also don't fit into the mold. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, Grant, you know, you, you, you don't have to work at a grocery store. Why don't you just work at State Farm full time as an underwriter? I'm like, bro, like the way I work is I need that part time job or, you know, 30 hours a week so I can do what I love to do. And I have to remember this too shall pass. You know, it's, it's not always going to be like this. The tipping of the scale. It got to a point where I was working maybe 30 to 40 hours and then doing part-time. And then eventually it started tipping. I started doing more stuff I wanted to do. And you just have to have that patience. So self-awareness, learn what, uh, learn more about yourself, learn about what you love, what comes natural to you. Use the God-given abilities that you've been blessed with and then hone your skill and uh, apply it. You have to go after what you want in life and it's going to take time. Um, there's so many times where you hear the stories of people getting so close and then something happens so close. I was, you know, I was going on carnival, kidney stone, you know, going about to be a cruise director, COVID, you know, open our own business, you know, got fired from another bit, you know, so it's, it's literally, that's life that there, that it's the beauty of it. It's aesthetic. It's a weird paradox. You know, it's, 
you can't have one without the others. It's a duality. It's black. It's white. It's yin. It's yang. It's a part. You're doing a dance. And that's why I love dancing so much. Because you're going to have an up-tempo. You're going to have a down-tempo. You're going to be going different levels. Things are going to change over time. It's not about what happens to you. It's about how you choose to respond. Shout out to Gaia for that. I stole that. But <laughs> once again, it's not what happens to you. It's about how you choose to respond. Um, there's so many times where you hear the stories of people getting so close and then something happens. So close. I was, you know, I was going on carnival. Kidney stone, you know, going about to be a cruise director. COVID, you know, <laughs> open our own business, you know, got fired from another bit, you know, so it's, it's literally, that's life, that there, that it's the beauty of it, it's aesthetic, it's a weird paradox, you know, it's, you can't have one without the others, it's a duality, it's black, it's white, it's yin, it's yang, it's a part, you're doing a dance, and that's why I love dancing so much, because you're going to have an up-tempo, you're going to have a down-tempo, you're going to be going different levels, things are going to change over time. It's not about what happens to you. It's about how you choose to respond. Shout out to Gaia for that. I stole that. But <laughs> once again, it's not what happens to you. It's about how you choose to respond. How we how respond. respond. There's, there's power, power in that. that. But it but also, also, how we respond, respond also depends, depends on how healthy we are, are whether, whether we respond from a healthy standpoint, standpoint or a toxic or unhealthy standpoint. Uh, Grant, Grant Jones, Jones, man, what an, an awesome, awesome episode. episode. I, think I think this was something that can be listened to. It can on repeat because there are so many different gems that you shared that people can use, and they didn't even have to be in the entertainment industry. This is, like I said, mental health is mental health. Whether you are in Insurance, insurance, whether, whether you, you have, are in private practice, whether you own your own business, whatever the case may be, mental health is mental health, and you can take bits and pieces from this, but it's what you do with the bits and pieces that matter. So you can sit here and, and listen to this episode and say you're going to do X, Y, and Z, but if you aren't making any behavioral changes to implement these things in your life, it makes it more difficult. So with so that, that being, being said, said, before, before uh, we get back, back over, over to you, Grant, Grant I, just I just want to take the time, time to give you your flowers and thank you for not only the friendship, but also inspiring me. I think being able to see you continue to push for the things that you want in life also inspires me. And it reminds me that I have friends around me that are going after great things. I don't want to be that person that is you know, at the back of the line, like, oh, you know, I regret not going after X, Y, and Z. So in a way, it's it's a friendly competition, like, oh, y'all are doing that? Okay, let me get on my grind and let me do this. And so that's the power of having people around that, you know, you mutually sharpen each other's iron to where, you know, you, you've manifested these friendships that are genuine, but they're also friendships that want to see you grow and see you thrive. And that's what I want for you, Grant, is I want to see you become successful more than you are now, but also being able to thrive in a space to where people are just like Grant Jones is the real deal. So giving you your flowers, man, I appreciate the friendship. I appreciate your ability to think on a deeper level, and I appreciate you taking the step of actually going to therapy because that's one thing when I'm in my spaces with all of my friends, I'm like, hey, have you ever considered therapy? 
and I don't push it on people, but you know, it's one of those things where I wish I could, but I know that sometimes people are at different places in their lives to where it's, you know, they get to it when they get to it. And so again, I thank you for everything. Uh, with that being said, how can people follow you? And is there any current or future work that you are going to be doing that you want to share with everybody? Yes, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at GJ Entertainer. Uh, you can also go to my website at GrantJonesEntertainment.com. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff coming this way. This year is more about planting seeds, but uh, as those seeds, feel free to water some. Put some water on those seeds real quick and help a brother grow. Uh, but no, on a serious note, we are doing live game shows with corporations, churches, and nonprofit organizations. I got a game show promo coming out soon, uh, and it's going to be fun. We're bringing the show to you. Uh, once again, we're not waiting for a network to pick us up. Once again, we're making something of our own, creating it, standing out, and we, uh, we're we really proud of what we're creating. So I can't wait for you guys to see a little preview of that and uh, continue to do the work. But uh, shout out to Kendrick. Thank you, man, for this uh, Coats and Conversations conversation. I like it. So appreciate it, brother. Appreciate, Appreciate you, Grant. You, Grant. And, and if, if you, you are listening, listening or, or viewing, viewing, if you're on you're YouTube on viewing, be sure to share this episode with somebody that you think can get value from this episode. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get podcasts, please share it with other people who may be able to benefit from this powerful conversation. Again, mental health, we have to make this a normal conversation, a normal everyday conversation because there's so many of us out there that are going through so many different things in our lives and some of us don't even realize that we're suffering from different things whether it be chronic stress or maybe we may be depressed or anxious about different things in our lives we have to normalize this conversation and by doing so we then can heal other people around us so the first step of helping other people heal is also sharing this conversation with other people because until we get others involved, it becomes a harder conversation to have because people sometimes aren't open to it. We appreciate you taking the time. If you watched on YouTube, thank you. If you listened on Apple or Spotify, thank you. Be sure to tune in to Coats and Conversation. We will be coming back with more episodes after that. this. Until next time, take, take care. care.